Oh, it's backdoor cover, baby. It's Tuesday, February 9th, 6 a.m. Brad and Micah grinding for you. Hit the high form. Let's go. What is good? We're back Tuesday morning early. Uh, we're, you know, recovering from a pretty mediocre Super Bowl. Mike I'm is Micah. being dramatic. It is not 6 a.m. We're, we're at about 7.45. We're, we're up grinding for you, though. Yeah, full Brad, transparency, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. How was your Super Bowl? Uh, it got pretty lit. I went over to Mitch's, as we discussed on the Prop Bets extravaganza, and um, I don't think Peter spilled a drink on his couch, so that was good. There's probably 25, 30 yahoos there that were all Tom Brady-like cultists. So, a lot of lot of uh, rooting interest in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which you could imagine positive vibes all around in the house the whole uh, the whole evening. A um, couple Kansas City fans, people from from Missouri, and they were uh, quiet and depressed, in my opinion. So you know, pretty pretty standard stuff. How was yours? Uh, it was uneventful. Okay. Uh, we did not have. 30 yahoos anywhere nearby mm-hmm. we did have uh we did make it a, a wap fest wings, wings and, and pizza wow let's go uh yeah will defreeze uh who lives in our building him and sally came over and uh he went and picked up pizza from bufalina uh nice. they were doing like special sicilian pizzas like the big grandma slices Ooh. they were, and then we ordered the funniest thing that happens, we ordered wings at Pluckers, which is, uh, you know, two doors down from our house, basically. Okay. So I figured they had an online system. Like early in the week, I scheduled a pickup at 445. Game starts at 530. I'm like, even if they're running 15 minutes behind, I'll be able to get the wings and come home. No big deal. They won't allow me. And I'm thinking they won't allow me to book 445. Unless, like, they've got to have those times blocked, right? I mean, that's like, prime time. You can time. only have so many times doing 4.45 pickups. Right. So I figured early in the week kickoff. I'd do it. Right, right, right. That's right. So I show up there, and it is fucking chaos. Like, it's all, <laughs> I feel like it's always chaos at that Pluckers, or like every Pluckers for some reason. Uh-huh. People that go to Pluckers are generally just trash. Uh, I mean, not to not to Like be me rude, and you? But, yeah, well, I, I don't like to eat there, just because the place bums me out. Kind of like Schlitterbond. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of like overweight the, the, people wearing too small. Yeah, clothes. you said it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of really large people, and then there's always like people hey, with their families. This there, is not a I'm judgment, like, by the way. Like I'm, I fit in quite nicely there. I'm I not- think the wings are quite good. <laughs> the wings are are undisputedly quite good. The big so, beers anyway, are quite good too. Yeah, but there's people always drinking the big purple like sweet drinks, and you're like, dude. You don't need four thousand calories right now. On top, while of, you're yeah, on top of the chicken wings, you're shoving down your belly. All you can eat, um, and covering everything in ranch. It's so, a lot grosser there, but the wings are good when you take them home. So okay. that's good. Anyway, we got there. It was fucking total chaos. I was there with the dog, and like there was a line wrapped around the building. I'm like, oh, well, that can't be for pickup orders. <laughs> yeah, that was just for pickup orders. Everybody booked four forty five. Caitlin is texting me. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's chaos here. And now it's like 5.05. There's, I still haven't like checked in. Like there was a line to, to it's like put the, your name it's in the, the system. It's the second longest line behind the vaccination line, basically, in Austin, Texas. Basically. And 
Caitlin was like, well, I'm, she was like, I don't want to just be over here. I'll come, I'll switch with you. I'll come over there. I'm like, all right, great. So she walked over <laughs> and she walked, but she finally got the wings at like five 35. She walked in the front door, like right at She's kickoff. a good girl, man. That's really nice of her to come she and is. let you catch a kickoff. But she was just like, I think, uh, we might want to be careful because pluckers might get burned to the ground tonight. Oh, like a lot people of were losing their mind. You should have she was like all these dudes in like flip-flops uh picking up wings for the game are just like I've already paid. I've prepaid for these wings. What what is going on? And like yelling at managers My and time the systems was 4:45 and the guys like, "Do you see these 5,000 people here? They all booked 4:45, sir." We're idiots. Exactly. There was a guy behind me and like he was he was complaining to everybody in line, and then he picked up his cell phone and called the front of the restaurant. It's like, you guys just don't know what you're doing. This is terrible. I'm outside. And I was like, dude, just. You know, it like, helps people. I've already move prepaid for my wings. And literally, like, five people were like, we've all prepaid for our wings, bro. This is yes, the only you way you can pre order wings. One less person making wings, sir. <laughs> Please stop calling them, yeah, sir. That could be. That could be one more person managing this line more effectively, sir. So I got, uh, I got a, I got, okay, you finish your story, then I'm going to tell you mine quick. Oh, uh, well, I, I would just say I walked by Pluckers this morning <laughs> and it's still, it, it is still standing. Not it, it was not actually burned to the ground. Yeah, it's good. Um, she also said that that guy like bullied his way into getting wings first. Oh, like all see? of that bitching and moaning actually worked for him. Like they, they were wheel, obviously man. just so sick of listening to him that they got it. Yeah. That's right. The squeaky wheel, it gets the oil. Okay, so I actually I should have I should have told you this should have dawned on me. I was at a WAP party. Plus, it was a WAP party. Oh. Plus, there was some fancy cookies. Elgar's smoked ribs all day and brought them. They were tender, just fell off the mm. bone. He said they were Smoking organic wings. Yeah, so we had Tommy Want Wingy, the greatest wings of all time. If you oh, I've had never them. had those. You I have those to. Are man. Lit. They are so by far and away better than Pluckers or anybody else in this city. They make them like they're the lollipop ones, where they pull them up so that the bottom of the bone—they're all chicken uh, drums. Yeah, the I've bottom seen them of the on bone Instagram. is exposed. They are so good. They're by far the best. Okay, so we got Tommy Want Wingy. We got Home Slice, and then Gar smoked the ribs. Then there was like fancy cookies. So I got off the golf course at maybe like 5.30. We were like the last tee time off. Like it was just dead out there. But, of course, the group in front of us was a group of like five old guys walking. So it took the normal four and a half hours to play a four-hour round. Anyways, we get off right at kickoff. I'm watching the uh, streaming coverage on like my Yahoo Fantasy app, like on my dashboard in my car, just barely watching the road, screaming over to Mitch's house. So I get there. It's like 6 o'clock. Uh... People have, because it, it started about three, so people have started to uh, started to creep into that that brownout zone. You know, like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of positive vibes going. People are mob mentality is in full effect. Like the the blatant pass interferences that weren't blatant pass interferences, the the questionable pass interferences, I should say, because these people love Tom Brady. They're like, oh, huge, hey, the throw the flag, and then like you're just like, oh my god, these. It, it's it's totally digressing into this uh, mob mentality. It's probably a lot like the line at Pluckers, but positive vibes. So Yeah, well, good for, good well, for that. So I made it to the halftime show, and that's when I was like, okay, this is starting to get into the blackout area. I'm going to go watch from my crib for the rest of the time. There's People are shotgunning beers in the street. Chances of illicit substances were being delivered any minute. I had to get out of there. So... It, it was a very uh, intense hour and a half of WAP for me 
And then uh, wings and pizza, that is. And then I went home and watched from the comfort of my bed, and it was pleasant. So that was it was a good, uh, great little Sunday. Well, that sounds that sounds really nice. Uh, you know what was great for me, Brad? Hmm. Was winning our prop bet challenge. Ooh, have you double checked this yet? No, I have not. Okay, but, good. You're just. I mean, come on. Excellent. I don't. I was so fucking hyped when Starboy started, <laughs> and nobody else I was with like had any idea what was going on. So the two and you I'm, hit like, are Starboy at halftime and the streaker, right? Yes, I, the streaker was plus five fifty, and Starboy was plus five hundred. So, so I, I just don't believe anybody hit a bigger, a bigger, uh, two bigger you know, odds at ten dollars. Two bigger pop. props than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I was like, when Starboy started, I was like, Starboy, oh motherfucking Starboy, and Will and Caitlin were like, what, what are you doing? I'm being real aggressive. My dog is freaking out, and. Caitlin's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I had a fake bet on Starboy being the first song for the for <laughs> a prop. And she was like, what are you? T-? Like, I had to explain what a prop bet was. And mm-hmm. it, it was just, um, but it was, I was hyped. So if so it makes you feel to, any uh, better, at the Mitch party, I was doing the same thing. And everybody's like, what? And I was like, Mitch, it's motherfucking Starboy. And then him and uh, Peter broke down laughing. They thought it was the best ever. So just to let you know, there were people in this on this earth that we're celebrating with you just and the streaker was even more exciting yeah that was pretty cool. because i'd i'd sort of forgotten about that like i was i was on full alert ready for Starboy. Mm-hmm. like oh this is a big moment and it was going to be crushing if i lost but then when that happened i was uh when when the the streaker went i just i lost it i was so excited and that was really the most exciting thing that happened in the second half pretty much game. so um, I I just want to point out to you, Micah, not to bring you down, but the only two things you hit were random pop cultural prop bets, and your pick of the Super Bowl of the Chiefs winning by more than two touchdowns missed by okay they lost by what three so you missed by five yeah that touchdowns. was a bad bet yeah okay so just letting you know the actual football the sports bets mm, you could you could do better just letting you know just letting you know keeping you in check here. Also, my dad said, uh, texted me, said, heard on the radio, the national anthem went two minutes and 16 seconds. So Pete's over 150 hit. Yes, the over hit there. Um, my pick of Tampa Bay up between one and six points after the first quarter hit. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. I know Mitch like cleaned up. Like he, he made, I don't know what he did with his fake prop bets on the podcast, but his real prop bets. Mitch made some paper. I think he he won three grand or something on the night. He had Gronk yeah. catching the first touchdown. Uh, he had Brady to win MVP. He had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, Mitch and the Algo were on the uh, the Bucks, so that was a win. Yeah, and technically uh, we tell won. us about uh, we took three yeah. And tell a half. us about what you did this season, Brad. Okay, so on the season, well, for starters, for the Super Bowl, we placed two hundred bucks on Bucks. Uh, plus three and a half, and we placed a hundred bucks on Bucks money line. So we cleaned up pretty good. One, whatever, mm. three, four hundred bucks. And then on the season, let me find my text to you all because I can't remember the number off the top of my head. I know we put five hundred dollars into the account. On the season, we end up. I gotta go through all of Pete's crazy text message in the Titan High thread here. All right, okay. On the season. We are at seventeen eighty 
and twenty nine cents. So we've essentially won like twelve eighty. Is that right? Is that That's now? starting with five hundred bucks. Starting with five hundred bucks. Yeah. So now we're up to seventeen eighty. So we won over a thousand bucks this season, and for. The reason why that's impressive is because we bet every single game. Like, we didn't, except for the ones that were pushes, in, according to the algo. So, I mean, essentially, at that volume, that's why it's an, an impressive outcome. Because the the algo, it finished up at its standard 50-plus percent, 60% uh, picks margin. So, pretty cool, man. All around pretty good. Are you impressed, Micah? A good season. Yeah, it was a great year for the algo. A great year for the algo. Mitch really got um, something going there. His his numbers don't lie. No joke. We're going to have to figure out a way to get on Patreon next year. The, these picks are just too good to be giving away for free. Yeah. I think Mitch is getting gearing up to launch a podcast about uh, wealth management and like alternative ways to whatever invest your money into real estate and some different things so mitch is on one yeah he knows time. what he's doing just in so case you guys if, haven't figured if you this like out. getting rich listen to what mitch talks about so the algo and then whenever he drops this next pod whenever it does come out uh we'll talk about it here definitely and let y'all know where you can listen to it if you're interested but mitch knows how to take a dollar and make it into two that's all i can say indeed he does indeed he does well that's that's about enough uh yes hype and let's mitch. talk about the actual game that's what i was thinking what were your I, takeaways, big guy? Well, I mean, it, this isn't going to be a very hot take, and I'm not going to sound like Vince Lombardi here, but mm-hmm. it was pretty apparent early that the Chiefs couldn't block anybody. Yeah. Um, and that was going to be a problem. And then as they got behind, it became more and more of a problem because they had they didn't have the illusion of running the football um, since they were behind. And, you know, I, I've heard people say that none of the five guys who started for the Chiefs on Sunday will be NFL starters next season. Like they were just so banged up and not great players. Um, there's only so much Mahomes can do. He made seven or eight of the most like athletic incompletions I've ever seen. <laughs> this He's doing that sidearm sling thing where he's throwing against his momentum. Is it? It's yeah, there was such the, an incredible. There was the photo bot. of him like. Yeah. There was the photo of him like laying hor- like flat in the air, like two feet off the ground, and his body was totally like <laughs> he's horizontal. Like the Matrix. And somebody said. This ball went thirty yards. Like he, he, it was just amazing. Any other quarterback, they lose this game twice as bad. Um, oh, by far. I mean, I, th- it shows how important the offensive line is, man. Be- because like that was it. That was the game. Mahomes running for his life the entire game, and by the time the second half hits, he's just. It looks like he's stumbling out of a bar after every single play. He's like just w- wobbling around. His foot's all messed up. Every single play, he's running for his life. Uh, I I read that he's getting surgery on that turf toe after the season. So like, mm. it was a bad injury, man. Like he was messed up, uh, and that that's it. Like, Tampa Bay's defensive line just dominated a decimated offensive line. And when you do that, you can't run the ball, you can't throw the ball, and really, it, you look at the numbers. Mahomes is something like three for twelve at, at, to getting towards the end of the first half, and Brady's like thirteen for fifteen. And it's just not sustainable when you're when you're that inconsistent with your completions. You can't run the ball. You can't do anything, and you're just getting pounded. I mean, he may not have gotten sacked that many times, but he got hit a, a a large number of times, and he's on the run the entire game. So, I totally agree. It was the the offensive line play was atrocious for the the Chiefs, and that was it, man. Like you can you can point to a couple of big shifts. Uh, in the early, I think it was in the late 
first half where there was some some pass interference stuff that was questionable and that people were complaining about that was it kind of felt like nail in the coffin type of stuff to me at least um the other thing my other really big takeaway it's Im- almost impossible to win back to backs man like the last time it happened was in 2004 and you look at this you've got first of all Brady who's borderline a psychopath serial killer when it comes to winning like he's gonna hurt you if he's if you're in the way and then you've got this Tampa Bay offense this Tampa Bay team really who this is the biggest hour four hours of their life like this is it meanwhile the Chiefs on the other side of the ball they were here last year they've got a young quarterback who's got his entire career in front of him and they've got a completely destroyed offensive line like you just look at it from like the really clear easy to pick out storylines and you're like how did we not see this coming? Like Tampa Bay is playing for their lives and Kansas city kind of seems like they're, they're just comfortable. Like, and they felt like they were going to win the game. They were going to come in and just play easy and it didn't work out very well for them. So going back to back, that's what my, my biggest takeaway here is that ain't easy, man. It ain't easy to hold uh, yourself accountable and be as competitive as Tom Brady, which Tom Brady, I believe was the guy who won back to back in 04. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. You got to be a total psychopath to be that competitive and and get all the way there and follow through with the win. So, and not to mention playing at home is kind of nice, don't you think, Micah? Wouldn't it be nice just to roll out of bed and just roll up to the it stadium? It seemed that seemed to be a bigger advantage than I thought it would be. They yeah. seemed very comfortable. Yes. Um, and you know, I saw. I think Brady's played twenty one years. <laughs> if you just cut his career into three seven year. Uh, yeah. segments intervals the dude has, has had an unbelievable like each of those seven year intervals is hall of fame worthy right it's crazy Ain't nobody gonna touch him for god who knows how long i don't i don't think yeah. anyone's ever gonna pass surpass him like I, I just can't imagine it you know what i mean I, I guess that the game could change more and more to where there's more protections for quarterbacks more protections for concussions and that would boost and benefit offenses but in terms of a quarterback career and winning that many and w- going there that often and the drive it takes to win back-to-backs the drive it takes to get there year after year after year after year I don't know man I just I'm sure that a thousand people have said we'll never see this again and then we see it again but that's my take I don't think we're seeing it again yeah uh, Brady's good Brady's good. And, and uh, you know, the thing, there was a lot of talk this season about how this is Bruce Arians' offense. You got to risk it. You got to risk it to win the biscuit and all that shit. Bullshit. And, it was uh, Brady's offense. You gotta th- By the end of this game, this, yeah. this reminded me of the Super Bowl two years ago where it's just boring as shit. Uh-huh. And the Patriots are just going to grind you out. Like, they're going to get a lead and they're going to grind you out. This game was over after... Uh, you know, at the end of the first half, when yeah. the Chiefs are down fourteen to six and called timeouts, which allowed the the uh, the Bucks to go down the field, score a touchdown thanks to a pass interference call, and now they're up two touchdowns. And then the Chiefs fail to get in the end zone when they get the ball in yeah. the their first possession of the second half. Game was over at that point. And then you know, they just he just threw the ball down just to Gronk. Mike Evans only had one catch. Yeah. Uh, but like a forty-yard pass and, interference that he drew at the end of the first half, and the the, the pass interference, of course. But um, 
Antonio Brown had five catches, but for only like 23 yards. But a touchdown. Uh, one of these dudes, one of their other receivers, Mike Evans only had one catch. Yeah. Uh, Godwin only had two catches. Like they just, they got the lead and they, they ran out the clock. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a bad dude. I mean, it is crazy. A lot of people before the game talked about how much more talent Tampa had uh, than the Chiefs, which kind of sounded crazy. You know, people are saying that this is a better roster. Mm. They look like the better roster. That defense has got a lot of players on it. Todd Bowles had a great scheme. That guy and had a career. They've got a that lot guy of had weapons. a career year, man. Todd Bowles had himself a fucking year on that as a defensive coordinator for the Bucks, definitely. And I, I mean, a real, I mean, as good, as important of a coach in the playoffs this year, I think. All right. Well, I think we got to get out of here. Yeah, got um, time to time to bounce. I would just say this: that they looked like the, the consummate professionals. Like it was just they were there to do work. They followed the plan. They just it, it was so deliberate. They just like rolled through Kansas City. So, props Tom yeah. Brady. Props Tampa Bay. Tom Brady deserves a a lot of you know. I mean, if you want to give him credit for the culture, changing the culture, that's what he, I think. Uh, he should get some credit there. I mean, what were they? Seven and eight, eight and seven last year, something like that. Uh, they were uh, whatever eight and eight or nine and seven, something yeah. like that. They were. Right. They, they're not. Let's good. get out of here. I'll play you out. We'll be back later this week. I promise. Uh, that's it. Till next time. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>